Thank you for plugging into this Family Life News podcast, streaming issues-driven, family-focused news. Welcome back to another edition of Capital Connection. Fridays during the noon report, we give you, the listener, direct connection to what's happening in Albany and Harrisburg with the experts on the issues at the state capitals. They are, as always, Jason McGuire with New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms and Michael Gear at the Pennsylvania Family Institute. These are busy times at the state capitals. And uh, Jason, we want to dig right in. The so-called Equality Amendment is now on the ballot next year for 2024. What is it and uh, why is it so dangerous? Yeah, the Equality Amendment here in New York, or the so-called Equality Amendment, would enshrine into the New York State Constitution abortion rights and LGBTQ rights. It takes it out of the hands of the legislature and it moves it to enshrining constitutional rights. There'll be a people's vote on the November ballot in 2024. And I believe the reason for that is because the legislature wants to keep the issue focused on abortion in a presidential year in which generally the Democratic candidates here do very well. So it's going to be a steep climb for those of us here in New York State. Yeah, I want to talk more abortion politics in a minute, but there's a really big trial that's going on right now in Philadelphia. Michael, uh, Mark Houck, father of seven, facing 11 years in prison for shoving a Planned Parenthood worker at a rally, the worker who is shouting obscenities at his 12-year-old son. Local prosecutors said there's no case here, but nonetheless, the Biden Justice Department took it up, and here we go. Where do things stand right now? Well, that trial is going on, the very kind of fiery opening statements, both from the prosecutors and then also for the defense attorneys for Mark Houck, the wonderful pro-life leader. You know, we're hopeful that uh, this case will ultimately be dismissed because it is is a, certainly a federal overreach when that's just basically a little altercation and a shove that has nothing to do with abortion access or this law, the FACE Act, uh, that the federal prosecutors are using to go after Mark Houck. Any uh, thoughts of how countersuing? I mean, if armed FBI agents showed up at yeah. this guy's home last fall. Is there any talk of a countersuit here by Houck? You know, I, I think that may be in the books, uh, maybe in the future. I'm not sure yet. Uh, you know, we've seen this kind of heavy-handed thing with the federal government recently against pro-lifers, not only there in uh, Mark Houck's case, but in other cases as well, uh, using the heavy hand of the law to try to silence uh, pro-life uh, sidewalk counselors and try to make them uh, fear mm. at the long arm of the law. Yeah. Uh, Jason, there were at least four uh, pro-abortion bills that passed the state Senate on their way to the Assembly. Governor Hochul will sign them. This has to do with taxpayer-funded abortions. This have to do with pharmacies dispensing abortion-inducing drugs. What's in those bills that ought to be very concerning to pro-lifers? There's lots of things. I mean, you know, we're seeing that essentially this has become taxpayer funding for out-of-state abortions. Uh, these are people that are coming from states that tend to be more pro-life. They'll be seeking an abortion here in New York State. Our legislature has said we'd like to pay for that. I recognize that there are many New Yorkers who do support abortion, uh, but the numbers are clearly on our side that they do not want to fund abortion. Um, and that is where uh, our state is heading, is how 
far can they go? To what extreme can they go to cover abortion? Next up, it's going to be telehealth is where we're heading next. And it's just going to be a constant abortion onslaught the Empire State. Yeah, it's almost like they're bragging. We, you know, do you want New York to be the abortion tourism capital of America? And it's like, yeah, we do. There's no subtlety about it. So um, we'll see how far that train goes. Uh, this week, uh, Michael, switching gears just a little bit, is National School Choice Week. We saw the governor of Iowa this week sign a big school choice bill. What is the Pennsylvania legislature doing to promote school choice this year? Well, the biggest agenda item for the Pennsylvania legislature is something called the Lifeline Scholarship Program, which is something that did pass in the last session of the General Assembly, but was vetoed by Governor Wolf. The hopefulness uh, this time around is that uh, Josh Shapiro, now our new governor, when he was running for that office, spoke somewhat favorably towards the notion of school choice, and specifically these Lifeline Scholarships, which would provide a voucher or a grant to students in Pennsylvania who are attending the worst performing school districts. Yeah, there's a story about a school district in Montgomery County that's going to get the dander up of a lot of our listeners. We'll get to that in a minute, Michael. But first, Jason, while we're talking about sanctity of human life, uh, there is another concerted effort underway in Albany this term to legalize physician-assisted suicide. Why, in your opinion, is this bad medicine? And uh, why should Christians oppose this? Yeah, assisted suicide, and you're right to recognize it's a pro-life issue, so thank you for that. We often think of abortion as the pro-life issue and the only pro-life issue, but we're seeing this rise of assisted suicide. It changes medicine. It changes the relationship between the doctor and the patient. In the Hippocratic Oath, do no harm, and yet we now have situations where in New York, if this passes, doctors would be prescribing poisons to people. It really does change the face of medicine. That's why those in the disability rights community are so opposed to this because they have to fight for their lives every single day. Uh, They have to fight against the discrimination they experience when they go into certain medical facilities, when people have difficulty understanding their position, and it changes medicine. We also think that it encourages suicide. There's no way that our culture can look at certain instances of suicide, um, in this case doctor-assisted, and say it's acceptable, but then turn a blind eye to others who would openly consider suicide. We need a consistent message to stop suicide side in our state. And I think if you look at least in some of the 10 states where assisted suicide is legal, the overall suicide rate is higher, is it not? It is. You're beginning to see those numbers uh, in that desensitization occurs. When people recognize that there is now a stamp of approval on suicide for some, it spreads to others. Yeah. Uh, Michael, there was a story, I think it broke last week, but it's got a lot of people talking. This out of Montgomery County, suburban Philadelphia, Upper Moreland <laughs> School District, kind of uh, got caught here trying to keep parents in the dark when it comes to transgender policy in the classroom. It's why a lot of parents are demanding more rights in school. It's why a lot of folks are clamoring for school choice as well. But what happened in Upper Moreland? Is this common across the Commonwealth? Well, it's increasingly common. There's pressure for it in some school districts, and uh, those on the left are pushing for it. Basically, the guidelines that were promoted uh, and proposed by the school board there in Upper Moreland uh, advise teachers and staff to avoid telling parents their children's gender identity or pronoun usage unless required by law. And so, again, it's just to hide uh, what's going on in the school uh, from the parents. And so parents 
parents should be up in arms, and they are there in Upper Moreland, and uh, we're encouraging them to get in touch with us if we can be of help uh, with our attorneys. We'll give that website in just a minute. But first, Jason, um, one of the first pot shops in New York opened its doors this week in uh, Greenwich Village. I think the first one opened late last year in Harlem, but this is the first that is owned by someone who has a prior drug conviction. There's more coming on this front, too. Um, Why, in your opinion, do you think this is a bad idea? Yeah, your listeners may remember that in New York State, we give preferential treatment to people who have previously had a conviction uh, for uh, something related to drugs in their record. Uh, So it's interesting now that we are actually giving preferential treatment to the dealers uh, to open up these pot shops across our state. There's now 66 licenses that are are on the way and more to come. It's going to be problematic. It is problematic because just like we just uh, dealt with the issue of suicide being um, desensitization towards it, we are now telling a future generation of New Yorkers that there's nothing wrong with using wheat. There's a desensitization that will occur in the minds of many teens. We already have a drug problem. We should not be going even further down this path. Yeah, I know this is something you're fighting as well in Pennsylvania with the fentanyl deaths in this country, with the opioid overdoses. Why in the wide world of sports are we talking about legalizing another drug? Michael, where do things stand right now in the General Assembly when it comes to the marijuana legalization effort? Well, Governor Shapiro made it one of his campaign issues to see legalization happen. There is a legislation being introduced in the House of Representatives to legalize commercial sale of marijuana. When you think commercial, think about big companies like Big Pharma and others, Big Tobacco, with the backing of lots of money promoting the use of this and the potency of the products that are now available there. It's not just smoking marijuana, but it's high-potency gummy bears and Pop-Tarts and so many of, of these other types of products that are aimed at children to get them addicted. All right, we'll have to stop it there. Uh, So many issues, so little time. It's the fastest 10 minutes in radio, but our time is up. Uh, If folks have questions about any of the topics discussed today from Albany or Harrisburg, Michael Gear, you have a wonderful website there at the Pennsylvania Family Institute. Where can folks find you? PAFamily.org. And in New York State, Jason McGuire, New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms. Where can folks find you? AlbanyUpdate.com.